Okay, we're doing that. All right. And then we're going to do a clap sync in three, two, one, clap. Perfect. Fucking perfect. Yeah, I didn't clap. That way it would come out well. All right. Yeah, that. Good <laughs> Thank idea. you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Good idea. Good fucking idea. Okay. So we are fucking in this. This is a mini-sode, which for those of you who are not uh, on the fucking hype train of mini-sodes, this is just a, a weird side thing because Elena's been playing this game, Matt, who I'm going to introduce in a second, but I haven't introduced yet, so you don't know who the fuck that is. Not, you know? I mean, really. Good intro so far. Thank you. I think it's going it. really well. Whew, okay, everyone, take a deep breath. But the point is... <laughs> Yeah, this is one of those things where it's not actually set to the week schedule. You just play this sort of game on your on your own, and we just come together and talk about it. Because, like, you know, this game's fucking rad. Um, but basically, you've got a small, small uh, set among us of podcast members. You've got me, McCoy, right? Then you've got Elena. Hello. And then Matt, our special guest. And Elena's like a somewhat special guest, but Matt's the real special guest. A uh, friend of mine from high school and longtime Animal Crossing expert um so well, yeah matt i have a lot of questions because i've never played animal crossing before and i am confused i think i played it for like a solid five hours in in uh on gamecube so i know my stuff yeah he's he's definitely up. i feel like i watched you for at least one of those five hours on gamecube yeah definitely oh dude matt and i used to like i would always go to his house and watch all the fucking gamecube games it was so fun yeah gamecube was yeah. cool yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know what happened to mine. Bro. I think my parents sold it. Did you have one of the purple ones? Those yeah, like, I did. Oh, yes. Those are the iconic. Purple ones. GameCube orange controller. Yeah. Dude, nice. did those have a handle? Am I tripping? I seem to recall they had a handle. Oh, on the back of the GameCube? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Dude, like that's the fucking way Nintendo rolls. Is they put a fucking handle on the back of their shit. They like I'm they... trying to visualize that visualize this right now and I cannot pull an image of a what I'm imagining with just like a handle on the back. I just can't figure it out. I'll Google it later. It's like, the, yeah, go ahead. The crazy thing about the GameCube isn't isn't the handle. It's what's underneath. There's like three ports that I've never seen on like anything else before. I think they yeah. it might have an Ethernet port, but it has like three others that it's like, what even do I put in these? Dude, it's so weird. I don't think anyone ever used those. It's some weird shit. Nintendo has a lot of things that people almost never use, like link cables and stuff like that, which were always cool. I mean, maybe people out there used them, but I fucking never used them. You know, where you could like connect your Game Boys and like battle and shit. I always tried to get that going at summer camp, but no one ever was down. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I definitely use those with my brothers, but other than that, yeah. Dude, you know what the real use of those things now is? I was reading this fucking article that I didn't even begin to understand, but it was people trying to migrate their Pokemon characters from like the early games, like through the series, like up to the modern games, so you could actually put them in uh, online and like save them. Do you hear about this, Matt? There's like an online way yeah. to save your Pokemon. Oh well, I didn't know about the online way. I think I I know they do that now. They have like a some app on the Switch where you can like migrate all of them into one like app and then yeah. transfer them to other games. Yeah. But, like, the story was, like, someone trying to get his, like, OG fucking 15-year-old Pokemon, like, and he like, couldn't directly do it. So he had to, like, go through the generations, like, stepping forward in time. Like, he had to go yeah. from, like, gold to fucking, I don't know, Pearl one, or some shit. One Ruby game maybe. at a time. Yeah, something hilarious like that. Um, 
Speaking of Matt, are you still on that fucking Pokemon train? Like, tell us about fucking... Actually, I'm just curious personally, before we get into any of this, about... Because Matt is someone who's still fucking, like, on the Pokemon train, at least to some degree, more than I am, at least. Like, what about Pokemon Go? Did you ever play that? Um, yeah, I played it, like, the week it came out. I think I was visiting um, a friend in Tokyo, and we, like, walked around the city catching Pokemon. But then, but then it was kind of over for you. Like you weren't like, yeah, yeah. It I don't know. It didn't have much. Uh, it wasn't really worth playing long term for me. I know. Yeah. Uh, Yuka's mom, my girlfriend's mom, actually uh, still plays Pokemon Go a lot, and she'll send like <laughs> snaps t- to Yuka of like it's always the same Pokemon, like this weird little metal Pokemon, and it'll oh. be yeah. like snapshots next to a cat. The, their family cat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a game that's like weirdly gripped the older generations. Because I hear, yeah. I feel like I hear that story a lot of like people's parents or like grandparents who mm-hmm. are sitting there playing Pokemon Go and they go on their little walks or something. And then I don't know. It, we played it for like one night. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's probably true. It's like uh, for young people, it was like a fad where they were like getting in car crashes and stuff for a month. <laughs> Nice. nice. Yep. And Hell then yeah. now it, it's like people that like the cute characters and are casual fans and like aren't willing to play the actual games. So then that's usually older generations. Yeah. Or like maybe like a little bit of like non gamers or something like that. Like people that are not yeah. as hardcore maybe. So Matt, is it fair to say there's like a, a spectrum of hardcore Pokemon games from like if you take it from that pokemon go then you go to i've already forgotten but the one where like you can have a side person but they just sort of follow you around you know i'm talking about like the one that just came oh, out yeah like... pokemon pinball no I'm... <laughs> <laughs> pokemon stadium <laughs> pokemon pinball is the most hardcore i thought um, so. yeah pokemon let's go actually i love that game it's really fun dude so tell, tell us about that because we played it a little bit and I was like, oh, weird, like, because they changed up an- enough to me. Like, there like there wasn't, like, battling for, like, normal creatures. And I was, like, freaked the fuck out. And, like, what's, what's right. the deal with that? Yeah, it is weird. Um, it's definitely different. It's just, so the game is just based on red and blue or red and green. Um, oh, cool. So, like, the story is basically just, like, a carbon copy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think to this point, it's probably... Uh, other than the game that just came out recently, it was probably the best in terms of graphics out of all Pokemon games. Sure. So, like, mm-hmm. it was the first time you actually had Misty and Brock, like, the characters actually look like their, like, anime version, basically. Yeah, like the TV show, bro, back in the fucking yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Like, be- but they looked better than the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you watch any of that shit recently, I haven't, but I'm just curious. Is, no, it, is it not as I, good as I remember? <laughs> I think I, I watched, like, the first episode when I saw it. It, like, it came up on Netflix, and I was like, oh, hey. And, uh, yeah, old 90s shows are hard to watch now. But Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to hear that things have gone forward, at least to some degree. So yeah. what's the what's the let's go allure? Like I know you played and did you and Yuka play? Was that like what made it awesome? Yeah. Or? Yeah, Yuka and I played Pokemon Let's Go. I had uh Eevee and then we <laughs> I actually convinced her to buy a Switch using this game because Wow. Uh 
okay, I'm a sucker for cute things, and the Pikachu Eevee version of the Switch was just, like, too cute to not convince someone to buy, so I had her buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have two Switches. You're living by And one of them is, like, the, yeah, the yellow-brown, like, Pikachu Eevee one. And oh. so she bought Pokemon Pikachu. Or Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, so wait, so so how does it like how does it go if you have two switches? Like I know if you had one switch and you were two people on it, you could kind of like co-op a little bit. But what is like is there yeah. any sort of co-op with two switches? Uh, with two switches, no. You can do like the typical like battle each other and trade with each other kind of thing. The co-op is on two switches, but honestly, that part is pretty lacking. It's I mean it's hard to do on one screen. Like, mm-hmm. do co-op on one screen. Yeah, that's what it seemed like when we... I don't even think we played. I think we saw someone play. I don't even remember, bro. Maybe you and Gabe no, played Gabe, and I watched. Yeah, I don't really remember over. what yeah. happened, but it, like, it mm-hmm. just looked like the... I, I think I called it, like, Pokemon girlfriend mode. Because there was, like, the one character yeah. who was clearly doing everything. And there was, like, the character who was, like, I'm coming, too. And would, like, <laughs> but, like, would get poofed out anytime there was a battle. And then would, like, poof, just randomly poof back in. And it was just, like, okay, this is not a real co-op game. Which yeah, is fine, just... but it was clearly, like... Oh, I'm coming with. It's like a slight upgrade from Super Mario Galaxy, which is claimed to be co-op, but actually one person is Mario and one person points their Wiimote at the screen and collects stars that Mario, like, breaks. Fuck yeah. See? <laughs> so one person's, like, like, doing the puzzles and the other person's, like, just pointing at the screen. Pokemon girlfriend mode. By the way, exactly. I, I have heard people say that girlfriend mode's super offensive and they prefer uh, kid mode or something. Yeah, like, yeah. we all know what it is. But it's true, though. I think, it, but it's, like, actually, I, I like the sentiment behind the concept of girlfriend mode. It, it's not to say that every girlfriend's not good at games, but if she yeah. isn't, this would be Fuck a great you. way to get her okay i'm fucking amazing i'm talking about you directly i Um, have soloed dark souls many times yeah you just soloed straight through the first section and then solo uninstalled yeah solo uninstalled (laughs) (laughs) that's my strategy also dude 100 (laughs) percent um um but yeah so for me it's more uh nephew mode because hmm. when i i used to play with my uh my nephew jack and he would always um want to play games but he was like four or five years old mm-hmm. and so w- when i let him play as mario it was like nothing ever got done <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so he i would hand him the wrong remote and he would think he's mario the whole time so like <laughs> sometimes he would be like oh i want to go over there and i would have to like act like he's the one controlling it while i'm secretly like moving him in the direction he wants to go <laughs> damn how many levels deep did you get with that because i could see you being I, like oh go ahead yeah I, th- I think we got like 90 of 120 stars or something we i mean we damn. basically beat the game damn <laughs> nice. i do think i mean we're gonna get into animal crossing soon which is the point of this podcast but oh, well, um yeah. but like i do think there's something about like nintendo's games i think they've done a really good job of sort of aging with their audience in terms of like maybe the first time you played pokemon or animal crossing or mario like you were young but now everyone's grown up and maybe you have your own kids and so like i i do agree that pokemon girlfriend mode is better described as like pokemon kid mode like it's like you oh like like to be a younger person with you um which apparently animal crossing sort of has some of that too i've heard the co-op and that is like Hmm. not particularly real co-op but like oh you're also on the island co-op um so it seems like Nintendo, like their version of co-op is like, there's a, there's clearly a main player and then like a, you're also here player, which yeah. is good for a lot of stuff. It's oh. just not what we as two adults want. Two hardcore yeah. fucking sweaty gamers. So hardcore. 
I also think that that's part of the appeal of Nintendo is I think it's kind of an audience for everyone mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where like there's cute games, there's unique games. There's they, they just do a good job of um, diversifying who wants to play their games. I, I don't think other consoles do that. Most other consoles are like you're just playing Halo or Call of Duty and like what group of people wants to play that. It's very yeah. s- a small group. Nintendo does have yeah. like just lots of different ways for you to play sort of every game. And and, yeah. and like you said, their games age up. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. have like a, a thought provoking question around this topic. Oh, do you? But it's just talking about like it's amazing to me that like these franchises can still be relevant to people. Like they when they you know how how do they even do that? How do they even possibly? make a game that's fun for kids and fun for adults. It just seems amazing to me because every other kids game, quote unquote, I see is just like it treats the player like they're an absolute idiot. And then it's like not even remotely fun and it's kind of offensive. But like somehow Nintendo is just joyous and fun. Yeah, or not. But okay. I kind of wonder about that with Animal Crossing. Now, this is my first ever Animal Crossing game, so I've never played other ones. Hmm. But when I I have some questions and comments about Animal Crossing and how like child child centered it might be, I don't know. That's my impression of it. Um, Damn, I you're throwing down. I don't want to offend anybody, but like Damn, I, I'm, I'm not sure offended. about Animal Crossing. <laughs> I think it definitely teaches kids to uh, buy your house and then go into massive debt. So, so. much debt, dude! That <laughs> raccoon is a strong capitalist. You like that shit. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. It's pretty extreme. Okay, so let's fucking get into Animal Crossing. I mean, hell yeah. Okay, so like the first thing that I noticed about this game that I just noticed from watching over your shoulder mm-hmm. is that this this shit is real time. Yeah, no, I, I didn't oh, yeah. know. Whoa. I didn't know that going in. I forgot about that. So like day one, I'm like, I'm like, fuck yeah, Animal Crossing's ready. I had to download it because I had not pre-down. I didn't prep. <laughs> I didn't do it right. And I finally got in. And then I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to like play this for so long because everyone had told me I was going to love it. And I got like an hour in and I was like, okay. So, okay. <laughs> no, but let me guess this. You not only did that, but you got in and then you went straight to your bed, tried to sleep the night away. Yeah. I was like, okay, so how do I get more stuff to do? Like, I can't leave the island yet. I already chopped down everything. Like, I don't, I can't do any more stuff except for just continue to fish the same fish. So let me yeah. ask you this, though. That, I think, is a huge design tenet of this game. And is that the fact that, and I mentioned this very briefly when Matt and I were Facebook messaging back and forth, but this game kind of lets you go when it's done with you? Mm-hmm. Like, it's th- weird. That's, that, th- is that something that we've forgotten in games? Like, that seems like a novel fucking thing in the modern day, right? Yeah. It's not just like a treadmill that wants you to go forever. Well, I now appreciate it, but it took me a while to adjust because I was like, I don't understand why I can't just keep playing this forever. But now I'm like, oh, it's I like I wake up in the morning and I go do some work and then I come back in bed because McCoy's still there and I play a little bit more Animal Crossing. And I, I appreciate it now in that way. Um, but I was not expecting it. So, Matt, how do you feel about that? I mean, is this something you 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 maybe not were not tricked like us and you expected that coming in? But, you know, how does that how's that been treating you? No, I am um, much like Elena. I also tried to lay down in the bed in, on the first day. I just <laughs> waited for a solid five minutes. I'm like, 
I was I was just sitting in in the bed and my character's eyes closed and I was wondering exactly their fucking gonna... eyes closed. I'm like, clearly right? they're sleeping right now. They are. I not. thought it was gonna cut to black or something and it would be like yep. the next day, but <laughs> nope. <laughs> I I clearly had forgotten that about the the previous Animal Crossing game, um, yeah. but yeah, I the. The first couple of days definitely start off slow because, yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't have the museum yet. You like you don't have any of the buildings or um, or like the items that let you cross the river or things like that. Yeah, you're really stuck in a very small area with like limited tools, limited resources. Like there's just not a lot to do. It's a slow burn this game. Well, and it's so, yeah. if you contrast that with like the normal, I quote unquote normal video game progression, it's like a tutorial at the beginning of the game, but then you're like immediately going to go do the rest of the game if you get through the tutorial, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so maybe the tutorial is an hour, but then you get to play the game. And this one, it's like, no, no, no the tutorial is maybe an hour, it's but like it's a, a day. It's like a week. It's like a week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So I'm curious, like, have you guys yet, maybe you said it a little bit, but have you come to appreciate that at all? Like, I feel like that's actually pretty fucking cool. I don't know, from the outside, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely cool. Um, I think, especially once you start unlocking more of the game, like when you get the shop, and the shop is only at, open during certain hours of the day and things like mm-hmm. that, that, that makes it, like, um, really real-time dependent. Because at the beginning, like, you can't go to the next day, but you can basically do all of the functions at any time during the day. I did. I played most of the first part of the game at like one to three a.m. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure nothing's open. Everyone's like, "What yeah, the fuck?" For those fucking spiders. Were those spiders out? I don't like those. Well, so in the beginning of the game, the store is open at all hours. Yeah. But when you turn it into a shop, then it it's open like eight a.m. to ten p.m. or something. Interesting. Fascinating. So you're like, "Oh fuck me." <laughs> Basically. Yeah, so I, I actually had to change how I played the Your game. Play so I'm like, oh, I, I got to start doing this earlier. <laughs> but that's like something that no other game does, I know, right? It's, like, that's it's so unique. It's really bizarre. And I do appreciate it because I feel like, like I, like I said, I get up essentially, I mean, it's only been out for what, like a week. I get up every morning and I play like, like a half an hour to an hour of Animal Crossing. I like do kind of like anything that's, re- you know, whatever is like readily available to me. I check the island. I go do this. I go do that. And then I put it down for a while. And sometimes I pick it up in the evening again for like another 30 minutes to an hour, but never more than that. But sometimes I want more and I can't get it. You know what I mean? Like that, I don't know. But maybe that's good. But maybe that's good. Maybe it means it'll last longer for me because I'll be, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think there's a, there's a point you get to every day. And for me, it's been getting like, I can play it longer and longer each time because there's more to do. But Mm -hmm. there's, there's always like a, certain um amount that you can play the game and then there's just not anything left to do yeah Yeah. and it does seem like as i've played more and more things have opened up or i've kind of like unlocked more options like your play time does get longer so it's a slow burn like you start off at the beginning you're like okay i got like 30 minutes like i can walk around this one little section and hit some trees and then i'm pretty much done here and it keeps going and you do get more and more things to do so you can play for longer and longer and i'm not that far into it so yeah. I'm sure it'll keep opening. Yeah. But it's just, it's such a unique and weird and like very bold choice. Oh, very. But it's, but it's, but it's a bold choice that was made a long time ago that they've respected yeah. till now. I mean, I remember hearing stories of people changing their GameCube clock 
to like get holiday stuff going on oh, and like shit. Can you do, yeah. do that you can uh, yeah actually you, you can you can fuck so, yeah so it's some crazy I've, shit. go ahead i've been very against doing that per, yep. like personally me for me doing it yeah um yeah i don't know i there's i've heard of ways where you can like get infinite amounts of money by like putting like putting the um putting all your money in the bank and then you get interest every month. And then if you just oh, go like 30 gotcha. years in the future, then you, <laughs> you can just get like <laughs> infinite money. There's a lesson in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't but know you were actually doing it... interest for that. I keep putting money in the bank because I've been telling myself like in this game, I will be responsible. I will put this much money into the bank every day and I just do it. But I didn't know I was earning interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it gives you interest the first of every month. That's what I read. Wow. So that's but that's, that's, so that's a, wild. That's what I was saying. It's a real time month. Yes. That yes. is an actual month. You have to leave your money in there. I that's know. insane. Yeah. No, okay, so you know, so hear me out on this. I actually think the launch of this game is both a ble- like that the literal date when they launched it is both a blessing and a curse. Oh, because of hashtag coronavirus? Yes. Oh, that worked so hardcore in their favor. Well, it did and it didn't. I think it probably it, it, I think it ultimately will. Because I think people need a game like this that they can just keep coming back to that's joyous and lovely at a time like this. But I also think it probably led to a number of people being like, all right, put on the sweatpants. Like, let's marathon this shit. That's what it's I did. It's just coming out. And it's like, but if you had been busy with your work life and this had come in, mm-hmm. you would have been like, oh, great. I only have an hour. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been a totally different experience for you yeah. and maybe many others. But fair enough. So hear me out on this. This is like a weird idea, and I swear I didn't do drugs to come up with this idea. But is okay. this game not from like the lineage of like the Tamagotchi? That's what it reminds me of. It's like this like it feels like this game feels like a companion. Like it's something that you just kind of like keep with you and keep messing with a little bit, a little bit each day or something like that. You know, make sure you're tending to it and then you set it down. Um, and it's a more real time thing like that. It almost feels like it's it's just I've never seen a game like that, man. It's like such a different thing. It almost doesn't feel like a video game. At least from that design. Um, yeah, I would say it's not exactly like that. I think the direct comparison would obviously be Nintendogs. Oh, tell us about that. I don't know. I What's know nothing Nintendo about that. Do you get to have know. dogs and raise them in real time? Oh, she's I, never heard of this. I will get that game. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know if they have any recent ones. I know it used to be on the DS. I think is that the one that I um, have, McCoy? Do I have a DS? No. Fuck. We used to. I don't know where it is. <laughs> okay, keep going, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. It, they might have a new one, but that that's very much just like you take care of a dog and like you don't move around the screen. It's just like you are looking at dogs and you pet dogs and you that's do those That's my perfect game. So, but then is Nintendogs not in the same lineage as the Tamagotchi? No, I think you actually have like a reasonable point with the Tamagotchi thing. I mean, it is. It's something you just like can check in on. You, you know, you don't have to spend a ton of, well... I don't know if Tomagachi <laughs> had the same like level of investment where you no. could spend a lot of time on them. I From what an, I recall, you could not. I think it's not. an evolution. I think it's like oh for sure. It's it's like that idea born into like the largest tree possible. At least that we've seen so far. I don't know. I think it's reason. I'm not going to discredit it. Eh, it's eh. reasonable. Eh. But you know. But McCoy, the game this actually shows up in. Okay. It's like a perfect analogy of what you're talking about. Is okay. actually the new Pokemon game. Oh. They okay. have, yeah, they added campsites. Mm. So you'll actually, you can just like set up a campsite anywhere with your group of Pokemon. And it'll basically just like, um, you watch them like run around and play with each other. And you can like pull out toys 
and like throw them at the Pokemon and stuff. Whoa. So and it's kind of like you're Nintendo done... dogs in Pokemon? Yeah, exactly. It's Whoa. That's exactly what it is. Whoa. And at the end of it, you can cook them curry. Oh, God. And I guess they cook like... the Pokemon. I was like, no, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Say it's not so. <laughs> some some Taurus steak. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wait, so tell me, so Matt, like, just quickly before we get off the Pokemon thing, because I did want to ask you about all of them. Have you got the, so you have the new one, and have you been playing it? Do you like it? Like, is this, because this is the first console, quote unquote, it's a hybrid console handheld, but like, this is the quote, first thing in a fucking forever. Like, yeah, since like Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon Stadium. And I remember always thinking, like, bro, put one of these on the fucking console. That'd be rad as shit. Like, let's get some mm-hmm. sick yeah. graphics behind this Pokemon. Like, let's fucking go. So is it is it that? Or how, how yeah, do you feel about yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I haven't played a lot of the recent, like, uh, Pokemon X or Pokemon, like, X2 or Sun and Moon. I haven't played any of those. Okay. So I think it might be more similar to those. But it's definitely different from the original games. Where there's still gyms, um, but like the way you move around the world is a little different. Uh, a lot of the stuff like HMs that they used to have, like right. Flash and Fly and Cut, Cut and all of those. Yeah. Those have kind of been removed from the game. Whoa. I mean, basically, they've been removed from the game. This is how they um this is how they gated everything. You'd walk into a place and there'd be like an apple core or some shit like blocking your way and mm-hmm. you had to cut it. Yeah, I play I play a little bit of Pokemon. Yeah. So it's just it's yeah. so it's wild. They've done away with that. I mean, that feels like almost as Pokemon as it gets. Yeah, it's much more open world now. It's not it's not like Breath of the Wild open world, but mm. it's moving in kind of that direction. Dude, what if it was though? Is that the direct like if that's the direction, that's fucking re- like imagine if it gets there, bro. Maybe that take... would be wild. Dude, wouldn't it? Breath of, Breath of the Wild with Pokemon? That would be insane. Dude, I'm all for that. I think that. I'd play that game. I'm showing up. I'd be interested, yeah. I'm yeah. coming back and I'm pretending like I was a fan the whole time if that happens. Yeah. All, <laughs> like all the monsters walk around the, the areas are all Pokemon. That would be that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, and you, well. can, you still have a leaf that you can use to like jump and like <laughs> you have yeah. a hang glider and shit like <laughs> mm-hmm. this is what i'm talking about like let's get this done nintendo they listen anyway so um <laughs> cool okay so we've talked a lot about going back to animal crossing we talked a lot about this this real-time mechanic okay so fair enough that's fucking cool mm-hmm. um i think another thing that maybe is worth like getting away like out of the way right out of the bat is Matt, you've played stardew valley right yeah you have yeah okay yeah. So I feel like the immediate comparison is Stardew Valley here. And it's not. Definitely. It's not. Mm-mm. Oh. I disagree at like a, a thousand percent because, okay, so the oh. reason that I play. <laughs> no, I, I have feelings about this. You guys already fucking go. I have feelings about Animal Crossing. I- so <laughs> I sorry, I haven't talked to McCoy about this at all yet. So he has no idea what I think about this game. But here's my here's my two cents. I got Animal Crossing exclusively because people told me it's that it was like Stardew Valley and that I was going to love it because it was like Stardew Valley. And I am a pretty hardcore Stardew Valley fan. Now, I don't think Animal Crossing is... I see how it is related in like potentially the same zone as Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley. I can see how they kind of go together, but they are not the same. Yeah. At all. Is this... True. No. 
but like maybe it's because we don't have any other comparison point like these are like the closest games that maybe exist even if they're so different from yeah your i guess i don't know enough about like the gaming lineages to know if stardew valley came from animal crossing it's possible it did probably did but Stardew Valley is very different in like the the busyness factor, right? Like where Animal Crossing is super slow paced and very like, yeah, man, like go go fishing for like a while, but you know, like no big like it's just it's really relaxed, it's real time. Where Stardew Valley is like, fuck yeah, let's fucking go. I got a list in my head. I'm gonna go do all these things, and then I gotta do this, and then I gotta do that. I have to check out my chickens, and the, like it's just it's much more to me, much more like frenzied maybe i'm playing stardew valley wrong. yeah <laughs> do you agree with that matt <laughs> yeah i i think it's definitely the game to compare they're definitely they have differences but yeah it is a good comparison i think because you can see how they are different um i would say animal crossing definitely is a more casual version of stardew valley of course i i probably play Stardew Valley pretty casually. So. Yeah, this may also be like my personality showing through in terms of like, I do not play Stardew Valley casually. I have spreadsheets on my computer that are like, this is what I'm growing this season. <laughs> but that's just my own brain and how I like to have fun. Um, but I don't know. I, they're they're I, To me, they're really different games. Like yeah. almost not comparable. Are they comparable I, in the way that they're different? You know what I mean? Like as in like... Yeah, but there's so many differences. You know what I mean? Like, give me some. Um, okay, so Stardew Valley's more frenzied. I think that the relationship you have with, like, the city and the um, the the people, so, and, well, and animals, whatever you want to call them, the characters is really different. Whereas um, Animal Crossing is, like, a deeply capitalistic raccoon who you buy all your stuff from. And then, like, two random villagers who have one line of dialogue who kind of, like, wander around. And I can't tell if you're building relationships with them or not. Like, I don't know that it matters if they like you. So you're mad you can't date them. Yeah, I want to get married. <laughs> I want to so... fuck one of those animals. Sorry, that was really inappropriate. Beep that out. Beep that out. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Just in time. Just in time. I don't know, Matt, does that seem right? Do you agree with that? So I think that's actually one, one of the things that will build up more in, in Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. As you add villagers, um, you get to see that they all have different personality types and some of them are actually not compatible with each other. So they'll like not like each other sometimes yes. and things like that. Hmm. And you can also have people leave the island. So you have to kind of keep everyone happy by talking with them and you can give them gifts, yeah. which I think in that case is pretty similar to stardew valley in like yeah. the relationship building but it, it doesn't have like the it doesn't have the hearts that you can like monitor to see what is my right. relationship mm -hmm. maybe that's part of it is like i've never played animal crossing before so a lot of the stuff that i just don't know like i'm like okay i feel like that that guy just like made these like weird hearts come out of his head so like he probably liked that but i don't know if that matters or it's uh, so i do think the game is in some ways good at being like we're not gonna tell you this shit like good luck you know, they don't yeah. tell you that they they don't hold your hand through it. So there's a lot of things that I discover as I go, um, which is great. I like that. And Stardew yeah. Valley is similar, although it might have more kind of like obvious systems backing some of it up where it's like, oh, yeah, there are hearts that you see so you can tell. Yeah. Um, the other thing it, about Stardew Valley is based on the season, 
and the day of the week, and if it's raining, you know exactly where all villagers all at, are at all times, right? Mm-hmm. They have defined pathing yeah. that they they have a routine. In Animal Crossing, there's like 400 different characters, and none of them have any routines. They just wander. They just wander around <laughs> from what I yeah. Hell yeah. Well, and then I think like I, this is gonna sound stupid, but like I, for some reason I was like, well, where is the fucking farming? Because I play Stardew Valley because I used to play Farm Simulator as a child and loved it and recently looked into buying it again on Steam. Mm -hmm. And so when I got Animal Crossing, I was like, okay, fuck yeah, here we go. Like, where do I get the vegetable? And it's, it it doesn't, at least from what I can tell, you can grow flowers, which obviously I'm doing, and you can have Mm -hmm. fruit trees and you can craft stuff in the same way you can do in Stardew Valley, but it doesn't have the same... Like, oh, I'm expanding my farm sense that Stardew Valley does, which I found really motivating. And I haven't found that yet as much in Animal Crossing. So is it fair to say that maybe Stardew Valley is like the the lineage is like a hybrid of an Animal Crossing and a Farmville? Yeah. kind of put together? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. And I think a little more hard. Like, there's more option to make it hardcore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which isn't bad, it's just really different. And it's funny because I went into Animal Crossing completely blind, and so I went in being like, well, this is going to be like Stardew Valley, so where do I get my farming stuff from? And it's not that at all. Yeah, which I think, and I think you're seeing something that is like kind of a very Nintendo thing, whereas like in many ways, they had a lot to do with starting at least sort of this trajectory, but they also have a deep respect for what their initial vision was. And they have a deep respect for the people who played those games before and expect that experience. They'll, they'll evolve things over time, but you know they 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 know like if you liked this old one, we want to we want you to like mm-hmm. this one as well. And so, so so it's weird. It's it's weird to see you coming from Stardew Valley, which is like yeah, this crazy advanced that, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of pace, other than the real time thing, I think the other big factor is. When you upgrade your tools, it doesn't upgrade how effective they are. It only changes how much durability they have. Right, how long Uh they last. Mm -hmm. So, like, you don't get a water can that can, like, spray 20 plants at once. Mm -hmm. Or an axe that can, like, chop down a tree in one blow. Everything is, like, you have to hit the tree three times every time. Yep. Hit the rocks eight times every time. Hmm. Like, it's... There's no wait, getting pa- around. Wait, pause. You don't actually functions. have to hit the rocks eight times, do you? Because if so, I've been doing oh, it wrong. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a I have a secret for you. Okay, Hell I'm yeah. About this. All right. So basically, the way rocks work. Um. So have you been breaking rocks? I have been breaking rocks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. This don't break the, the rocks. Tips. Okay. Yeah. Don't break the rocks. Use a shovel on the rocks. Oh shit. Oh shit. It won't break the rock, and it'll be there the next day. When you break oh, the rocks, they, they disappear. That's how you get all that fucking iron for that stupid shop. Yeah. Do you know what a nightmare yeah. it is to try and get all that iron if you're essentially <laughs> confined to a small island that has, like, two rocks a day? Yeah, so, yeah. And you're, and you're getting, like, one stone and one iron from exactly. them every day. Exactly. <laughs> it's a nightmare. So, yeah, don't break the rocks. And then, so the um, common practice is... When you're so there's eight squares around a rock, right? Mm-hmm. The the grid of eight. If you stand in one of the bottom corners, yep. Uh, turn away from the rock okay. and dig a hole. Okay. In the bottom 
and the side corners. So that there's like a, there'll be the eight blocks are open, but beyond that, there's like two holes that you can wedge yourself in. Okay. Because the way rocks work are from the first hit, there's a time limit to how, to when you can get resources out of that rock. And every time you hit it with your shovel, it pushes you away. Mm -hmm. So if you put the holes there, your character won't move, and you can repeatedly hit the rock oh. eight times. Oh. <laughs> See, this is some deep insider knowledge that I don't have yeah. for this game. Damn, Matt, how did you get this strategy? He's just, just god tier. Oh my god. Well, the thing is, on my first day, I forgot, and I hit a rock with an axe and broke all my rocks on the island, and I was like, oh crap. Yes, mm -hmm. that's what I've been seeing Elena do this whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been, I've been searching for those rocks. I couldn't explain yeah. why, but I felt like it was wrong to hit the rock with the ax. It oh, just shut felt, up, you had no idea. No, it just, it just felt like, <laughs> no, shouldn't it dull this no. tool or something? I don't know. No, hit the either I mean, sho shovel really shouldn't be any different, but. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> or then, then I got this, I got what's called the stone ax, and I was hitting it with the stone ax, and I was like, this is breaking it too, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, shovel, and then... Um, shovel the rocks. Yeah, so then you can get eight, eight items every time from the rock. And that's actually really important for... Have you gotten a money rock yet? I have gotten a money rock, yes. Yeah, here's the thing. The first time you hit the rock, I forget exactly what it gives you, but it gives you like 10 bells or something. Yeah. Each time you hit the rock, it will continue to multiply what, the, oh, what it, item it drops. Until oh. the final one is like 8,000. See? Whoa. That's so it. you can basically get probably like, I don't know the exact math, but probably like 16,000 bells from hitting the money rock every day. Whoa. Wow. If Whoa. you do it properly. And if you don't destroy it. I will likely yeah. destroy it, but I will try not to. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's some but, fucking next level strats. So, so I think a lot of people know about using rocks or using the holes to mm -hmm. stop yourself from getting pushed. Here's another idea that I, I saw on someone's like Twitter or, or Instagram is instead of um, digging holes, because I mean, it looks kind of ugly and you have to dig holes every day. Right. What you can do is put on your island, put stakes in those positions that you would put the holes. Oh, I like so that. you have like a little fence that you can wedge yourself in. Nice. Mm. And it works the same way. And it looks maybe a little better. Yeah, you don't have to do it every day because yeah. the stakes will stay there. Yeah. So a couple of days ago, I, I went around and put stakes next to all my rocks. Amazing. Um, Dude, it's like you have yeah. an excavation little like section there, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like you're going to find a fossil yeah. or some shit. Oh, so here's here's the other thing. Um, don't have... So when you know when you eat fruit, it gives you like uh, strength? Yeah. Sure. The oranges. So you can like dig up trees or something? Yep. Yeah. Make sure you haven't eaten any fruit when you're digging with a shovel on the rocks, because that will also break the rock. Oh. Oh. See, <laughs> I would have done that tomorrow oh. morning, 100%. Okay. Because yeah. it'll use I actually strength. found that out yesterday, because, so yesterday, uh, Yuka flew to my island for the first time. Nice. And so we were, like, going around the island together, and she's like, oh, can I dig the rock? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And she, like, hit it with the shovel, and it just destroyed, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> <laughs> and and then I was like, why did why did that just happen? Why did it break? And then she was like, oh, I ate peaches earlier. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Oh God, I yeah. would totally do that. Like I would just, you know, you want to keep that strength up. You want yeah. to keep that energy up. Okay, fascinating. Yeah. Speaking of you, because she's sitting behind me playing Animal Crossing right now. Dude, nice. hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think a giggle made it through to the podcast. I think. We'll yeah. never be sure. There'll be evidence. Yeah. Okay, Matt, but... So you've this uh, talking about this has made me like has made me like Animal Crossing more already because I was I was on the edge I still am I'm on the fence about this game. Damn. Okay. But here's my other major gripe with Animal Crossing. <laughs> I love how Lena's just like Matt. You represent Animal Crossing and Matt, you will take yes. my grievance. <laughs> yes. He sure. Is, I'll I'll try to defend Animal Crossing. He's like the Nintendo <laughs> yeah. spokesperson, basically. I do think he is our resident Nintendo <laughs> exactly. expert. Exactly. Uh, so mm-hmm. Matt. What the fuck is wrong with the UI in this game? The, UI, okay. Oh my <laughs> god. The amount the the dialogue in this is excruciating and it's super long and there's essentially no way to skip it. And you have to do it every single time you talk to the shopkeeper. It's not like the shopkeeper is like, oh hey, I have stuff to shell, sell. It's like Hello. I hope you're having a wonderful day. It is, you know, but and just like has like ten lines of dialogue you have to click through before you even get the options to go shopping. Definitely. Drives yeah, me crazy. dialogue. Dialogue is definitely slow. One thing, I I just assume all people that play Nintendo games know this, but you can make dialogue go faster by pressing and holding B. Yes, I recently discovered this mm. after like yeah. three days of the slower mm. way. But even then, you have to get through it. Like it's still not. That's true. Super fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. All Nintendo games have been like that since, I don't know, like, the beginning beginning of time. Yeah, you've been able to do that. Like. Yeah. ocarina of time you could do it and that that was one <laughs> one major problem with ocarina of time is you would you would be skipping it with b when you're talking with the owl and then if you press b again he's like did you hear what i said oh, no. <laughs> b, it's like no i didn't and Get he just repeats fucked. everything again <laughs> amazing <laughs> oh god uh, but yeah so that's true <laughs> especially like blathers which is oh my rightfully god named stupid blathers. owl <laughs> yeah. And when I first met him, I was so excited. I fact? was like, he's this adorable <laughs> owl and I love him. And then he started talking and I was like, do I have to do this every time? The answer is yes. Helena, is it possible that you are not bringing the level of peace Chill. and serenity? Okay, and well, this is my this thing. That's why that... I think this game might be made for children because they have a lot of time and they're looking to fill a lot of time. Because, like, you always say, like, if you're a child, you have like that one game, right? You need to, and you don't care. If you have to listen to Blathers talk for the millionth time, you're a child. Okay, Matt's right here. I know. That's why I want to know what he thinks. Because there are a whole bunch of UI design choices in this game that are like sort of bizarre and are Dude. kind of, I think, rude to the player. Okay, right. Like the, no, okay. I'm not done. Right. Like the fact that with fruit, you have to eat it one at a time and it fully mm-hmm. exits you out of that menu and you have to go back in and then... It's not even the first option. The first option is drop. The second option is eat one. There is no eat six. There is no eat two. Eat one. And if you click the wrong one because you're trying to go fast and you hit drop, it drops your entire thing of fruit on the ground. You have to pick it up again and start it. There's just a lot of UI decisions that I'm like, where are the quality of life improvements that games have gone through in the past millennia? Yeah. I would say all the ones you pointed out are completely unavoidable yeah yeah that it's set up that way Mm -hmm. and there's no getting around it there are some things at the beginning of the game that you can 
change later, especially with how you use your tools. Yeah, I discovered that actually just completely by accident. Because at the beginning, if you had talked to me three years ago, one of my other complaints would be that to like to change tools, you have to go back to the main menu and like scroll through it. Yeah. But then I just like kind of randomly was like, oh, what's this weird keychain thing? It has the word tools in it. Maybe it'll be useful. And it's like oh, it gives yeah, you the thing. sort of like mm-hmm. fast switch options. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, so that that's one quality of life thing they add that's good. But yeah, in terms of eating fruit, definitely is uh, yeah, time-consuming. Yeah, the smart thing with, like, the crafting center station, right? Like, that whole thing is a little bit, like, there's a lot of extra steps in there of, like, you can't just make two of an item. You got to, like, make it. And then it goes, yeah. do you want to make something else? And you go, yes. And you have to go through the whole thing. So there's, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's weird to me because I... I don't know. I haven't played that many Nintendo games, but I don't remember them being like that. That that kind of feels very Nintendo to me. Most, I would say most Nintendo games aren't that. It's, this is like an extreme version of a lot of those things. Yeah. I usually think of Nintendo games as being so well designed. And this one, I I feel like it has to be on purpose, but I cannot figure out why. (laughs) It just infuriates me. I will say that the menus and stuff in the UI very much felt like Nintendo again. Like just the way the characters are talking, the way the text is scrolling, the way you're selecting options like in that sort of like pop up on the top right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't have anything to comment about that particular, you know, thing. Thank um, you for hearing my complaints. I feel heard and validated. <laughs> and that's all I really no, they're needed. Definitely, they're definitely valid arguments. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm generally a person that has a lot of patience, so I'm okay with the... Like, every once in a while, I'll actually listen to what Blathers has to say about an item instead of skipping over <laughs> But it, yeah. And he always looks really sad when you say no. Oh, okay, You're like, oh, yeah. no, I'm really busy. And he, like, makes a little sad face and, like, doesn't like, like, kind of thing. Yeah, I think this game kind of wants you to chill a little bit. Is that possible? I know, but why does it ask that of me? <laughs> Yeah, that that's the thing. I only have Blathers talk about bugs because then I get that that weird face where he's like, "Oh God, I hate bugs." Yeah. <laughs> but again, like that dialogue is the same every time. Like every yeah. time he's like, "Oh, that whatever he says." I can't remember. Can't even remember the words because I obviously don't read them. But obviously. Um, yeah. Like I think he's the a total, one thing that keeps a dreadful it, creature. Yeah, the one thing that keeps it unique is all of the puns. They're really bad, though, Matt. The puns are not good. I hate listen, to break it to you. Is Matt, Matt, are you a pun lover? Is that is that how this is? I might be. <laughs> I actually was thinking that because, again, that drives me insane. Because every time you catch a fish, it's like, I caught a fish. And that's, you know, stupid pun about the fish. I need to, like, click through all of that, which I, I was like, sitting I... there being like, you know what? Somebody's fucking loving this. Oh, absolutely. And it's just not me. <laughs> absolutely. I, I caught a loach. It's looking at me with reproach. Yes, it's with reproach. Sa- oh, my God. It's the same one. one every time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and, and, like, there's just silly stuff in this game. Like, like even the fact that you're fishing and you, you get a boot and they're like, dude, that was clearly a fish in the water. Here, <laughs> How the fuck did this yeah. boot like catch on to this but all right so yeah so Matt, yeah. hear me out on this like i, I think this brings okay. us to another big topic here which is not big topic but it's just you know this is a cutesy fucking game and i feel like it's for cutesy people that like cutesy shit and matt has already said that you 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 love the cutesy shit so like oh i do so mm-hmm. like art style and like you know dialogue and and just graphics in general like they it feels like this weird like animal crossing but then they're also kind of like still championing the me's from way back in the wii era mm-hmm. like how do you feel about the graphics of this you you dig in the cutesiness 
Oh, the graphics? Love the graphics. That's, that's... One thing I love about Nintendo is they've never been about realism in their graphics. It's always cartoony. That's why my, my favorite uh, Zelda game for the longest time was Wind Waker. Is mm-hmm. They're not going for... Because that's around the time when like Halo Generation and Gears of War and things like that were coming out. It's like, no, we're just going to do some cel-shaded, like, bright, colorful sea exploring and mm-hmm. stuff. And I feel like Wind Waker that. became a lot of people's favorites as a result of that. And they kept remaking it and HDifying it over and over and over again because people just love it. It looks beautiful. It's fun. Um, I remember, dude, in the PlayStation, what, two, maybe that was 2 era, but also in the 3 era, in every era, there's always, like, a stat sheet you get out of Sony and a stat sheet you get out of uh, Microsoft. This is how sick our console is. It's so legitimate. And Nintendo always is like, fine, if you really must know, here's the fucking stats, asshole. And they show it to you, and you're like, well, this is not going to get anything done. This doesn't even do 1080p. Like, that sort of thing, you know? And then Yeah, I, and I think it, that turns a lot of hardcore gamers away mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, well, it doesn't have, like, the sick graphics of the Xbox. It's like, but that's not what makes any Nintendo game good. Yes, it is not what makes them look good. I mean, like, I agree with Matt. I think this game yes. looks really good. It's a very, very cute style. I think I do think there's some sort of realism in there in terms of, like, the fish and the bugs are, like, I guess, like, they're depicted pretty realistically when you pull them out of the water when you catch them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's not a ton, at least where I am right now, and I have not played that much, so sorry, Nintendo. There's not a ton of variety in some of the... You're looking for the the lava level. No, not a lot of level. Like in terms of like the flower types, right? There's like I don't know, like three or four mat like types of flowers essentially. Maybe that will grow as um, the game continues. But like they, at least for me right now, they seem pretty set. And when I go to other islands, it's like, oh yeah, I've seen this shit before. I think there's probably a lot more out there. Fuck yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know all of the items that are in the game for now, but I'm assuming they change with season. And yeah. there's probably also a lot of secret ones as well. I have a feeling that this game is going to try to not let you figure it out. I know. I think so, too. I'm actually like, I the first bunch of days I was playing it, I was like, this is a shitty game. And I can't believe people like this. And I don't understand this. <laughs> God damn, dude. I'm serious. I really didn't like this game for like the first three or four days. But I kept playing it every morning for a little bit. And I think now, like days four, five, six, mm-hmm. wherever I am, like, I cautiously am enjoying this game but it's very different and it's a very slow build and it's really weird here's here's another important question what did you name your island and what kind of fruit do you have on your island yeah i have oranges on my island i named it sea lion island because that has been my perpetual gaming nickname um yeah that's my answer. Very cool. So I, my island's called Smoothie, nice. and uh, I have apples. Interesting. And so I, I don't know if you know this. Do you know about flying to other islands? Yes. So this is another one of my, not complaints with the game, but maybe just like points of confusion. Whereas mm-hmm. when I first started, I was like, well, you can just fly other people's islands, right? And like, go check shit out. Turns out, no, you have to buy a very specific ticket unless you have like friends, like actual <clears throat> friends that you can go visit which I don't <laughs> it might say more about me than about the game. Right. But anyways, right. Um, so you have to like buy this particular ticket right with your miles and you go to their island. So I've been doing that quite a bit because I'm on a perpetual search for more fucking iron. 
<laughs> but now you know the rock trick. <laughs> yeah, so now I know the rock trick. And yeah. now, now that you know the trick, you can do it in like a day because so you can also go to those islands and get yeah. eight times as much. But I've mm. also mm. been going to these other islands and then as McCoy has seen me do, just fucking stealing trees. <laughs> like I got, mm. and I can't tell yet. I still don't know if they will actually ever produce fruit on my island, but I kind of don't care. I got bamboo. I got fucking coconuts. I got some apples today. I'll give no fucks. I'm stealing your fruit trees. Dude, this reminds me of when we were yeah. in England and you were like, do you like this coaster? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you just like batted that thing into your purse. And I was like, what? I've never seen this from you. Like that's how she is on other people's islands. She just rolls up and she's like, yo, she looks two ways. And then she just literally digs out their tree, puts it in her purse and just rolls out. I just, it occurred to me on my first island when I encountered my first coconut tree, I was like, I could fucking take this thing and ever I since definitely then, did the same it's amazing I, I grabbed two coconut trees and then i put them on my beach mm-hmm. and i put a hammock between them oh my god oh that's nice I wow think that's I have, a great idea fuck i think i've reached like seven or eight coconut trees the beach is getting saturated in the one mm-hmm. coconut space and now i have so, a bamboo patch and an apple orchard yeah so here's the thing about fruit I think so. I don't know the exact price for your your island's fruit. If you sell your island's fruit, it's something like I don't know, like one hundred yeah, bells it's like, or something. It's like good. Yeah, for coconuts, I think it's two fifty. Mm-hmm. If you sell any other fruit that's not from your island, it sells for five hundred each. Nice. Yeah, oh. I figured that out when I went to the Apple Island today. I was like, I'm taking yeah. all these bitches because I had gotten that tool tip at some point. I just it's just I love just to clarify in case you didn't know this is a Animal Crossing podcast for adults (laughs) no clearly (laughs) just like I'm taking all those bitches like I did take all those those fucking so anyways okay yeah I took them all and I made quite a large amount of money off that very cool yeah yeah so a couple other tips um in terms of like things you might not realize mm-hmm. when you're when you're playing okay first is uh tarantulas yeah those Have things will fuck tarantulas? you up i did last yeah. night because i i never play at night but i was i don't know what why i was playing at night um i would play it at night and i went out i immediately like went out of my house and i was like oh that's a really big spider i hate that and then i was trying to get my fucking net out for like 10 minutes because i have trouble with the controls and at that point it launched itself at me and i passed out oh then yeah. Because I am a pro gamer. I was like, when I woke up, I was like, I will find that spider and catch it. Because how hard can it be? So uh, another 10 minutes of like searching the island, found it, tried to get out my net. It jumped at me. I passed out again. That's when I quit the game. Here's a pro gamer strat. Keep the net out before you find it. Yeah, I I was trying to, but I had just jumped over a river and it came out of Mm. nowhere. Mm. True. Yeah. Here's the thing about tarantulas. First of all, that was probably a second tarantula because I think they disappear when you get hit by them. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm not sure. It but did I like think poof, so. So it, it was probably the way I think, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, f- first of all, I only play at night. So <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking City. forward to the weekend because I haven't caught in, caught anything that you can get during the day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a great I have, like, time. I like only nighttime. Yeah. Like only nighttime animals and uh, fish and insects and stuff. But so for tarantulas, um, yeah, keep your net out. Obviously, if they like, if they just like surprise you and come out of nowhere, 
you're pretty much done. Yeah, like, you're screwed. You're you're getting bit. Whoa. But they if you see you. one, yeah, if you see one and it isn't already chasing you, what you can do is hold your net at the ready by holding A. And you a, can fucking sneak. And you, yeah, you I can just sneak. found this out this morning. It was yeah. life changing. And so when you sneak at a tarantula, even if it notices you, it'll like do this thing where it doesn't move and it'll like bare its fangs at you. When it does that, mm-hmm. just like stop moving, but like stay at the ready. When it, it'll calm down and like go back down to the ground and then you inch closer to it and it'll do the like the fang get thing. ready to attack you yeah. stance. And you do that little by little and inch towards them and until you're in range to catch them. Whoa. Horrifying. I will try it out later yeah. tonight. Dude, that's kind of And awesome. then tarantulas sell for like 8,000 bells or something. Oh, shit. Because they're they're, a mo- yeah. It's a money-making Because mission. there's a technique. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. likely pass out numerous times before I capture this. But yeah. I will try. That's awesome. That's a the good The other tip. thing, so similar category... Um, wasps. Yeah, fuck those things. Can you catch those in a fucking net? Yes, I yes, you can. I fucking knew it. They keep so, chasing me around, and I keep getting stung, and then I finally, yeah. it finally occurred to me at, like, midnight when I couldn't sleep. I was like, I bet you can catch those little fuckers in your goddamn net, which I can never get out. Dude, Elena, I'm swearing a lot yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, you are. Here's, <laughs> it, it, you know. here's, the, here's the technique. Okay. So, you have to be ready for the wasp. Mm-hmm. Basically, when you so when you hit a tree with an axe or with the stone axe so it doesn't cut down the tree. Right. Mm-hmm. Um then some like you have a chance on the first swing to have the wasp fall out of the tree. Right. Instead what you should go, do is have your net out and run around and shake all the trees that you want to cut down or th- that you want to cut wood from. Right. Because after the first shake, there's 0% chance of the wasp falling. Oh. I see. But when you shake the tree and you have your net out, your character will automatically turn to face the wasp. And all you have to do is keep pressing A until it lets you swing the net oh. and you'll automatically catch them. Oh. So it's all, pre- so I love this. It's all it's preparation. All preparation. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Listen, well, to, listen to Matt explain this. It's like I know Matt it's the, is like, it's the most hardcore casual approach I, uh, to I know. it. You know what I mean? Like I've ever heard. It's like but this is the kind of stuff that I like. I oh, can't yeah. guarantee I'm still I'm gonna become like deeply in love with Animal Crossing, but this kind of stuff gives me hope. Yeah, honestly, this is like yeah. kind of exciting <clears throat> me. Just the concept, the concept of being like for the wasps, you must be prepared. It's like all those books you've read on fucking self help, where it's just like when you get up in the morning, you have to know where your sword is. You know, that's what the ancient warriors yeah. did. <laughs> it's like right. that for Animal Crossing. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh God. That's wild. So Matt, that's just so crazy to hear that you're literally like, you have like an entire night version of this game so far, but like all the night creatures that you've caught and all the night, like just every, everything. That's so, yeah. Dude, do you remember? There was, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know. I've, I've been looking forward to the weekend so I can actually play during the day. Cause I usually get home at like seven as the sun's setting. So uh, I don't have time to play during the day at all. And yeah, exactly. It makes so much sense. And like, yeah. I, th- I feel like that's actually pretty fucking cool. I actually wonder, I actually wonder if there's like a weird hybrid. Cause Pokemon doesn't work like this. Right? Matt? No, definitely no. not. No. no. Um, actually, 
Yuka, in Pokemon, does the time of day, is it the same as in real life? Do you remember? It's different. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's not real time. Okay. Be okay, because I'm just thinking, like, actually, like, as a kid, though, I remember playing when I got a Game Boy that had a backlit screen. Like, that was fucking legitimate. Mm -hmm. because You're I right. Oh, what? Yeah. We get an intel from the No, Yuko. no, I was agreeing. Oh, okay. No, sorry. No, wait, I, thought, I thought there was an intel coming in. I was like, damn. Um, but No, she, I think she was reacting to something in Animal Crossing. <laughs> it sounded cute. Everything in that game was cute. Yeah. But, like, dude, I remember getting, like, a Game Boy SP, uh, Advanced SP, I think it was. There was, like, a foldable one with a right. backlit screen, which was dope as hell. And uh, yep. I remember, like, just playing, like, Pokemon, like, at, in the middle of the night, like, 3 a.m., like, under the covers and shit. But, like, how cool would it be in the kind of Pokemon Go sense, mm -hmm. where Pokemon Go is actually kind of real time in a way, right? Like, because it's, like, it's based on going out there and, like, seeing shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's stuff that's different at night or, or not. But, like, this... This idea, clearly Nintendo is the only one who's like fucking around with this idea to see if they can find a way where they could have you hunt for night things at night, whether it be night Pokemon or night uh, bugs or whatever yeah. else. Honestly, if I imagine myself as a kid, I think that's fucking rad as hell. Yeah. Like that's like, because like Matt's <clears throat> literally just said something that I've never heard before. Because I've heard people say all the time, okay, I'm looking forward to the weekend so I can play games. Yes, but it's not that. It's the intention. I'm looking forward to the weekend because I can play at a different time of day. Like, that's a totally right. new thing. That's yeah. super cool. Right? That is that is cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's a really strange... If you've never played anything like it before, which the only thing like it, I think, is Animal Crossing... It's sure. a really strange and novel game that I appreciate in a lot of ways. Like, I like what a lot of it's, what it's trying to do. I just, I think I'm, like, discovering if I like it as a game for me yet. But for sure, really interesting, really weird, very different game. And I can see why people like it so much. Yeah. So wait, oh, God, wait, Matt, before we get off the Yuka train... You guys are playing on the same Switch or different Switches or how, how's that working and, and how's the, the co-op work or the island hopping or any of that stuff? Have you done any of that? Uh, yeah, so we're playing on different Switches. Okay. Um, she Yeah, she has her own Switch. And then, uh, yeah, we tried the island hopping uh, for the first time yesterday. Um, there's a couple things where, like, the, again, the UI when you're on other people's islands, mm -hmm. kind of weird because basically if you try to do things like move furniture or um, there's certain things that you aren't allowed to do while someone else is, is visiting your island. Cause it, it'll come up with a, a prompt that's like, like, Hey, now's not the time for that. You have a guest. Like you should, <laughs> it, it says something cute like that, but huh. it's kind of like, well, why why can't they help me move my furniture? <laughs> right, they're my artistic design people. Bro, we trying to yeah, tag team so this I, shit. That's one. That was the first thing about the game where I was like, ah, I, I kind of wish they hadn't done it that way. Yeah. Where I was like actively like, eh, that's that's not the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's actually affecting even with all the patients you have and, and whatever yeah. else. I had heard st horror stories of people on being on the same switch where like everything is like everyone is just like the girlfriend to you the main player have you heard about that it's like i don't, I, I guess i just i haven't actually we haven't seen this in the flash yeah, but, but again i think that's kind of like what i mean whether we like it or not like it seems like at this point it's a pretty consistent thing that nintendo is going for with their um 
I want to call it companion playing. Can someone please help me with that word? What co-op? Co-op. With your with their uh, with yeah. their co-op play is like that one person is like the clear main player, and the second yeah. person is kind of like the kid yeah. who's tagging along and doesn't get the same kind of like abilities or responsibilities as the other person. <clears throat> right. Which is what I have heard about Animal Crossing's co-op via one switch but, yeah except, you know, but, the, but the key though is that actually this would be different than all the other ones because on you can start a new zelda save on someone else's switch on a different profile and mm-hmm. it's not that you can't progress necessarily no, 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 it's not that you can't progress i, I guess like I, I don't know i just read briefly someone being frustrated but having not done this i guess we don't <laughs> really know but yeah it's it was something about like their island is like the main island or something along those lines and you can't whatever who cares but but yeah i i would say for um <clears throat> when you're visiting islands it's not like one person becomes like girlfriend mode and one's the main player it's like both people are limited by it but they they have the same exact limitations hmm. yeah that's what it's it, really weird that's what hmm. like the the visiting mode sounds like to me um, yeah the visiting mode is really just like you can do things like you can chop wood and take apples like most of the things that you can do on the random randomly generated ones you can do mm-hmm. but then you can't do a lot of like things that would be fun to do together gotcha yeah it seems like a weird limitation but i guess i don't know why nintendo would have put that there i'm sure they have a reason in their own minds but i agree yeah. it seems odd and i think it would be good to add like some kind of like mini games or things you can do on the island like ways you can do more than just show people the island mm-hmm. yeah that would be a good idea, I think. Yeah. So, okay, I just wanted, this is a silly question, but I, I I always felt this way when it comes to Stardew Valley, but, like, what, and I'll start with Matt, what what does your day look like in this game? Like, like you get up in the, well, I guess it's for you, it's you, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> and you're starting, like, what what's your, like, routine? Like, what, what do you check? What do you go out there and do? Like, what's the sort of flow? Yeah, so, well, because I start late, um... That means that the stores aren't open. Uh, so re- recently when I got the store, so it's open until 10 p.m. So let's say I get home at like 7. Sure. And then I continue playing until like let's say after 10 I, I get on again to play some more and I get resources. So the first thing I have to do every day is sell all the stuff that I collected the night before that I wasn't able to sell. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that's that's number one. And then after that, I go around, um, dig up all the fossils, and turn them into blathers, um, and go around and hit all the rocks eight times, and then also look for the gold shining um, money tree, mm-hmm. or the, the money hole. Mm-hmm. And actually what you can do with that is if you dig up the money bag from that hole, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you plant that money bag back in the hole, it will grow grow back like I don't know six days later or something. Weird. With three bags of of the same amount on it. Weird. Whoa. So it multiplies that amount by three. I like it. I'm gonna do that. And yeah, you can also if you go in your in the like item inventory, mm-hmm. if you go to the bottom left, you can click your money and you can actually create separate bags of different amounts oh, of money shit. you can make your own money bags yeah and you can plant those f- and it'll multiply those by three 
So you can nice. you can put more, but there's a I don't know exactly the statistics for it, but there's a percent chance that the tree won't grow. Hmm. So it's a little bit of a risk. Hmm. So I don't recommend like throwing. <laughs> don't put your entire all your savings money into in the it. Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ouch. I know. I would be it's calling like, Matt, uh, being like, "Yo, you fucked me." <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> so this is like the way that. There's gambling in this game. Somehow Nintendo was not able yeah. to finally mm-hmm. get out from under. I mean, all the other games have just completely adopted gambling, and it's part of their main core skin mechanic. But this, well, and there's there's another way to gamble in this game, which I haven't gotten to yet. But on Sundays, there is an onion vendor that comes to town. Mm. You can buy onions from them at a price. Okay. Mm. And then there's something called the stock market. S T A L K. Okay. Okay. We're talking about onion stocks here. Yeah, onion stalks. Hilarious. And if you take them to the Tommy and Timmy Nook right. throughout the week, each day they will offer a price for the onion, and it the price will change each day. Oh. So you have to guess when it's a good time to sell the, the onions to them. That is a They'll tell you the price, and so you have to decide, thing. like, all right, am I going to sell my onions on this I'm day? The, or Yeah, this game has a strange, extreme yes. capitalism streak. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. The, I mean, it's, pretty it's wild. like, it I, pretty I, wild. you know, I assume like at least could be played by children, but there are like massive loans that you take out for your house and even just to get on the island and then to expand your house and like mm-hmm. you have to keep paying this raccoon first off. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now there's the onion it's... stock market. <laughs> It's really interesting also because it's like this game came out at a time where like the stock market in real life just crashed again and people are like, eh, maybe I'm not going to put any money in stocks ever again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Dude, I mean, I- and then this game's like, how about onion yeah, stocks? Yeah, but what about onion stocks though? <laughs> yo, this, yo, we promise not to screw you. Dude, what if there's like literally, what if they code it in or like pa- oh God, ship an update crash. and the onion stocks like crash? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. hilarious. <laughs> and they're like, what, "Oh my god! Wait, what if they add a patch where like they add COVID nineteen to the game, yes. so like all the villagers practice social distancing, yeah, and you can't <laughs> travel to other islands anymore?" On your island, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so funny, dude. That this is fucking rad. I don't know, like. Because, like, this is all the shit that gets introduced when you think of, like, a real-time thing. Because, dude, Matt just said literally there's a dude who comes on Sunday only. Did yeah. you realize that there to was be di- fair. parts to of the be day? Fair. Yeah. That should have happened in Stardew Valley, too. That's true. It's just a Stardew Valley. You but can kind of grind through it if you really wanted to. You can switch to Sunday yeah. at any you time. You can be like, oh, I'm just going to, like, immediately go to sleep for a couple days and hit Sunday. This yeah. game, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's very different. But, but yeah. that's what I mean by, like, this game's a companion. I think this game actually wants to, to find its way onto your to-do list. Like, my to do yeah. list for yeah. Sunday is hit the grocery store. This is in a normal pre apocalypse world. You let's be honest here. Be honest with the people. You don't go to the grocery store. Okay. We don't have to We don't have to reveal that to the. I go to the grocery store. <laughs> it's true. She just. Ouch. No, it's just. It's, it's just. Um, it's a division of labor thing and a division of skill shit. She's just far better in the grocery store. Than I love I am. a good grocery store. Like, when I go with her, she's like, that's the wrong way. And I'm like, what do you mean this wrong way? I'll get there. And she's like, that's not the efficient path. The efficient path is here to here to here to out. And you will follow me. <laughs> it's like, oh, see, I, I love the grocery store, but I'm the opposite. I'll do, like, multiple laps oh God, do you around wander? the same aisle. No, I can't take that. <laughs> I, I'll, like, 
I'll exit a grocery store. And I'm like, holy shit! I was in there for an hour and a half. What? Actually, I will. I will get lost in grocery stores because I just like to look at stuff, the food. Like, I'll get lost being like, I wonder what this. And like, I'll I'll just look at stuff. Or if I go yeah. down the tea aisle, I'm there all day. The tea aisle. Yeah, yeah, I'll come back with at least five boxes of tea, all different kinds that we've good. never tried before, and, and we're not good. we're not gonna want. I know exactly what I want: Madagascar vanilla. I hear you. That stuff's good. It's very nice. Um, but yeah, oh, awesome. Awesome. So Matt, like, I mean, is this like, are you excited? This, I mean, I know you're excited. This game came out, right? Like you're clearly enjoying it, but like, can you see yourself playing this for a long time coming? Cause like, why not? Or, or what, where do you feel like that's yeah. selling for you? Yeah. I think this won't be a game that you play for five or six hours every day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a game that forces you to play in moderation Mm -hmm. so like you'll get to a point where it's like well i don't really have that many goals to do but i'll jump on for like 20 minutes and talk to all of my villagers and mine some stuff and build some new furniture and i think that's kind of like that's the end game of the game is just like finishing your museum Mm -hmm. when you have time but it's nothing that it's not like i'm gonna sit down and sink three hours into this game right now yeah you can do that but like that's not really the end game for Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like what about so I, I just think this like so for instance, Matt, I don't know if you're aware, and by that I mean like you there's how could you possibly be aware of this? But Elaine and I have started doing this thing called Wind Down Wednesday, where we like play mm-hmm. a video game together for like between like eight we go to sleep really early. But like between like eight and like nine, or like eight thirty and nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Like we just turn the lights off and we just like play a game together and just like chill. Um and then go to sleep. Uh, and, you know, look, it's like it would be better to not be on screens or whatever else. But it's like at least better than like the lights are on and it's whatever. And, and so it's just funny because like, you know, we play for an hour and then we're kind of done. Um, and this game could easily slot into that role, I feel like. Now, I'm not saying it mm-hmm. would, you know, because it's just like it, it eventually is done with you. And so you might as well go to sleep afterwards. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that it's not a book that's going to keep you up because you want to see the end of the mystery. I feel personally attacked. Dude, you should be. The one time that Elena, like, well, actually, there's like some weird, like, I swear, like childhood aggression in there. Like, yeah, you like, become my parents. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, Elena, so it's like 11 and you told me to tell you that you wanted to go to sleep early tonight. And um, so I'm just saying, I, it's totally fine. Like, you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. But I just want to note that you're aggressively reading as if, like, you know, you know, she kind of has like teeth that are coming out like she's you know what i mean it's yeah no like, it makes me extremely angry when you suggest i put my book down and you're like no it's fine i'm just <laughs> finishing the chapter i'm like that's true but um you're a fast reader and it's been three hours since you were gonna finish a chapter so i think i don't know i mean like let's just spitball here but maybe you should stop and she looks at me and she's like you probably just read six chapters <laughs> yeah, exactly. and i'm like hey so maybe you could just stop right here because and she's like listen i will fucking kill you like <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, cool. I know, but then you always wake up at like two in the morning. You're still and there. I'm still there. And you're like, just one more chat. And then you, and then you have the gall to be aggro at me at 2 a.m. Well, because at it's that like point, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know I've done wrong, okay? And I'm essentially just being caught by my dad. Yeah. But the funny part is, okay, so then bringing it all back, Animal Crossing doesn't do that to you. It might be one of the first piece of media that isn't bingeable, that isn't like, it, it just, it's so long. You know? I don't know. I think that's fucking rad. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I hesitate to call this game wholesome because, again, the capitalist raccoon is, like, very strong. And some of the systems in it are really gamey in, like, a... 
they clearly want to kind of hook you away with like the little rewards that you get like and the miles. miles they bing. And it's like, oh, if you get three more fish, you get some of those systems. I'm like, all right, all right, back off, buddy. When I learned you had a cell phone, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your cell phone keeps buzzing. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so I don't know that I can call it wholesome, but it definitely like it ebbs and flows in a very real way and it lets you go, which I do appreciate because I, I, I play it for a while. and I'm like, cool, I'm done. I'm going to put this down and yeah. like go do something else right now yeah which is unusual yeah. like with stardew yeah. valley i did not have that experience like yeah. stardew valley was like a somewhat manic yeah quest for like world domination so, yeah and animal crossing it, does, it doesn't have that like uh next level next day like yeah. i gotta get to the yeah. like let's continue let's keep going it doesn't have the it's grind like, all right yeah yeah definitely so it's actually funny like elena I know you you do play Stardew Valley often, but is Stardew Valley actually a good game to play daily like this? Or is it not yes, really how you would play Because it? you have to remember what you need to do. Mm. And so you have to be on that shit constantly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my that's my Stardew Valley advice. Okay. That's good. That's almost as good as but again, I have earlier. some I have a somewhat extreme view of how to play that game. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. Okay. So well basically, um, I mean, Matt, unless you have anything else to jump into, I was just going to pose some interesting sort of more like take a step back questions. Um, just sure. I, um, I have the, another topic uh, we could talk about uh, if you want. Hell or if yeah. you have any follow up on Animal Crossing. Uh, no. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I say just go for it. I was also going to do some <clears throat> some some bigger, higher level stuff about I just wanted to talk, eventually. And I think we'll get there to talk about Nintendo. Uh, and just how sure. they've been able to do this mm-hmm. for so long. But yeah, please. Okay. Yeah, I think th- that we can uh, discuss that probably in this next topic. So um, I got a text from my dad this morning. Um, technically, it's it's night where... or What time is it? Yeah, it's night where you mm-hmm. guys are now. 8.40. Right, it's like 9, 9 p.m. Yeah. It's noon, around noon for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I woke up and had a text from my dad saying uh, it looks like zion so my uh that's my parents uh, godson mm. it looks like zion and, and his friends are going to have to resort to multiplayer video games in order to not drive their parents nuts during this time of isolation yep. oh wow and play together absolutely sure yeah question what multiplayer game would you suggest for nine-year-olds counter-strike Ooh, okay no not. you know <laughs> call of duty yeah so so automatically Here's the thing about definitely my parents and also uh, Zion's mom will almost certainly be this way. Sure. Is uh, uh, no guns, no gore. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No guns, no so gore. Then, uh, also, Matt, what systems do they have? Computers? Consoles? So here's the thing. They have... So I that was my first question. I said, what consoles do they have? Yeah, it's important. <laughs> so I was like, what consoles do they have? Switch? Mm-hmm. And they said, none computer okay but they i mean they're marin kids so their parents gonna and their parents let's be honest (laughs) their parents are desperate right now we've been in quarantine for two full weeks they've realized their children are annoying and they need an escape yeah they they can throw like 360 dollars at at this if they're paying millions of dollars for houses yeah (laughs) true true so and they're desperate (laughs) yeah exactly yeah that's a hard question though 
Because, too, with nine-year-olds, you want to consider, like, the online community, right? If you're looking at a group of nine-year-olds and you're going to set them free onto the internet it seems with like, other right. people. It seems like they're going to be set free amongst each other. That's what Am I'm I saying. That's what I'm saying that? is I feel like yeah, we want for, a game that does for now, that. Yeah, the, the goal for now is so they can play with each other. Yes. So, so I was saying, like, World, I World of Warcraft, probably not an option here. I Listen, yeah. a nine-year-old would love World of Warcraft. But Listen... <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> yes but also no yeah. right, exactly um here's the thing in terms of so obviously one thing i'm considering so the primary concern of my parents and i think um like our generation's parents when they think about their kids playing video games they're worried about almost entirely violence is the thing they're worried about yeah. for me if i have a, if i had a kid now that was going to start playing video games, violence is not the number one threat to playing video games that I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's definitely toxic online communities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So first thing I would do, I'm not recommending any games like League or right. Yeah, that's what I was kind Overwatch of trying to get at. Or, like, I feel like nothing yeah. that puts them in contact with the greater world. Yeah. yeah. Especially anything that is voice communication. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one thing Even where typed World of Warcraft wouldn't, yeah, World of Warcraft wouldn't be the worst case. Yeah. Because you can't speak to each mm -hmm. other. You can type to each other though, which is still yeah. borderline. But there's there's not as nearly as much toxicity as in like League of Legends. But there is some weirdness Apex in Apex or those But there's some weirdness though, right? Like you'll occasionally find someone who will just recognize like you know, they'll just say some weird shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. like I remember yeah. playing Ashrin's Call 2 back in the day, which was like a I guess it was an MMO. But it was like before World of Warcraft, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, dude, that was dude, Matt. Do you remember? This was with Ben's dad, bro. Ben's dad played that game. Yeah, do you remember yeah. that shit. Yeah, I remember Ben's dad used to play a lot of MMOs. He used to play WoW too. Yeah, dude, it was fucking crazy. Um, and awesome. But anyways, um, like you just, I remember going out there and being like, "Holy, f f like people are saying shit." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, obviously, definitely. And, and the thing with, so, so if, okay, I actually think before we even get to the recommendations, I would like to say that, like, I think you could, I think you as the parent, but of course this is not the circumstance that you're running into because these parents are not versed in gaming, but I think you could, as a parent, if you were versed in gaming, explain to your kid what the dangers are that they're about to face like what the world is about to look like what people might do like you might say like nah, these kids are nine no, no, no i'm not, I'm saying not for... sending my children out into the league of legends online community regardless of how well prepped they've been no but see i think it's important to prep them because i think you can teach them that like when this person is raging like that's a sickness inside of them Yeah, and they're calling you all kinds of crazy stuff yeah, but, but but to be strong yeah. in and then that they come to you and go daddy what does the hit the beat button? <laughs> what does the word mean? <laughs> yeah. And and you're like, well, let me show you on the doll. But, you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your parenting skills are going to be so questionable. No, I'm just saying, okay, listen. Now, this is not related to directly Matt's question, but I do think there's a value in teaching the right mindset to approach these areas. Because, dude, if, if a kid of mine is into multiplayer games, am I going to be like, no, you can't? I'm going to be like, that's the sickest shit ever. Here's how you have to approach this shit because trust me, I've watched myself and others for years and years and years fall into the traps mm -hmm. of this stuff. This is mental poison, yeah. but you could be strong. So here's how you do it. You have yeah. to know. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Doing, I mean, they are nine, so like preferably you wouldn't want nine-year-olds playing these games. Agreed. Yeah. But a lot of the times, parents don't know when their kids start to 
play games like this or start like my parents didn't know when I started using Facebook or MySpace oh, yeah. or, or even RuneScape. No, RuneScape, bro. Started playing online mm-hmm. games. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying yes. Kids like nine year olds now that maybe nine's a little early, but but maybe it's not. No, Eventually it's they'll not. start doing things without letting their parents know. Yeah, yes. I teach second grade, and the stuff they see online is already way different from what we saw. But also, let's think of the most popular game among Fortnite. that. Fortnite. Well, okay, Fortnite and Roblox. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, yes. So that's fair. But I was also thinking of Minecraft as well. Yeah. Minecraft. Being like the yeah. easy, yeah. dude, it's Legos, parents buy in, all of a sudden that same, kid's I on mean, a server Minecraft with random people. Minecraft is not a bad option for these kids as soon as you get, can you get like a closed server? Sure. I have no idea. Sure. But I've seen, yeah, I've seen 12 year olds on <laughs> just horrible places they shouldn't I'm be sure. when it comes to Minecraft. And I'm like, what is happening here? But, but to get any kind of yeah. multiplayer going, they're going to have to connect to the internet somehow. So so yes and yeah. no, but there are plenty of games that are designed to be cooperative experiences that are only going to have like a group of four or something like that at max. Can you think and you of can any of these? Because I'm drawing a blank. So the um, first one that so, came to mind to me was Human sure. Fall Flat, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, it's a very silly momentum-based, physics-based game where you're sort of this gelatinous person <clears> and you're, you know, you've you played, right? Yeah, I've, I've played. Do... Do you think nine-year-olds have the dexterity to deal with that? No. That game is actually like <laughs> so difficult. It's so hard. But do they have the ability to laugh and enjoy themselves while watching each other's fail? Maybe. Like it might it might be worth a shot. That's true. Um, that would be a very kid-friendly game, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah. So then obviously getting out of the discussion of, of the multiplayer games. Uh, although, keep in mind, Matt, like you can download League of Legends for free instantly on a PC. And if these kids have any access, which they absolutely do... Because I don't even think parental controls yeah, are that advanced. Yeah, but that game's really hard. No, no, no. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying they can. Oh. That's the danger. So when yeah. you're sitting there saying, well, yeah. I'm not going to teach them about this because that world is dangerous. And they are already playing uh, in a lot of yeah, cases. Here's, here's the thing. Like, in order to get any of these games, you're going to have to basically, I mean, the easiest way is to download Steam. Yes. The moment Steam is on their computer, yes. they're going to be able to see all the different games that are mm-hmm. on it. Yes. And if they have access to their parents' credit cards, they're going to try to buy them. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how it works. Yes. And they, they may not know that you can turn on, like, the porn thing. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. But they could still yeah. find plenty of violence and other such things. Um, yeah. And by the way, when I was nine, I will tell you, I was not stopped by anyone asking me online. Not anyone in particular. Any server website asking me, are you 18? Question mark. I was never like, you got me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll be back in five years. Dude, yeah. because I'll tell you exactly why. This is exactly how it happened. I made an Xbox account way back in the day, and I was honest about how old I was because I wanted to be an honest person. And then they gated me from some content, and then I remade an account, and I was like, go fuck yourself. How dare you? You're like, never again. Yeah. Dude, this reminds me. Mass Effect 3 yes. came out... Um, it, it came out the year I turned 18. Mm. I think it came out in like June, like late June. But to pre-order it, it was you could pre-order it like a month in advance. I went to a GameStop and I was 17 at the time, but I turned 18 before the game came out. Oh God, but not yet. They would not let me pre-order the game. <laughs> wow. I was like, I was like, look at my goddamn birthday and look at the release date. I'm gonna be 18 when it comes out. Or maybe, maybe is our M game 17? I think they maybe might be 17, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I was 16 at the time and I was turning 17. Bro, that is some bullshit. And I was like, 
was like, are you kidding me? Dude. <laughs> just like when you're a kid and you're trying to get M games, dog, it's like, it's just brutal. I actually, my mom turned me down for many a T game in her day. She mm-hmm. specifically hated James Bond games, which I played at Matt's house and were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And those are like the least violent shooter games ever. Yeah, James Bond games, it's all like, I'm going to shoot a dinky little pistol and like someone's going to fall over. Yeah. Like, dink. Ah. That's what it's mm-hmm. like. <laughs> exactly. Dude, and we played the really fucking amazing one on the GameCube, actually, on Nintendo system. That yeah. was like a, like a sort of, you could take cover. Anyways, okay. So going back to. Yeah. There were like three good ones. On, dude, on Matt, we have had some amazing times with James Bond. I think of them so yeah. fondly. But anyways. Yeah. Okay. So going back. Um, Wait, Matt. So what have you thought of so far sure, for yeah. suggestions? Okay. Yeah. So I gave him some ideas. Um, My first suggestion was Overcooked 2. Oh, Oh, great idea. That's a really good one. Great idea. But actually, actually, Overcooked 1, though, is better. Yeah, I would say Overcooked 1, personally. But that's... Okay. But I I would actually say Overcooked 1 is significantly better. Um, But I'm not sure if it's better. I think it's a better game, but is it better for nine-year-olds? I have no idea. I I think probably. But I don't really know. So the difference to me between the two is that Overcooked 1... Okay, actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I think Overcooked 1 might be substantially better. Especially because I think Overcooked 1 was quite a bit... I don't want to say easier, but like more achievable. It's more simple. I do yeah, think so. Overcooked Two was really hard. Oh, Matt and I had one of one yeah. of our biggest uh, like legitimate adult arguments over Overcooked. <laughs> I think we handled it well. <laughs> Dude, I, I, mo- the majority of my most like argumentative, um, their worst adult arguments were definitely while playing Overcooked. Hell yeah! <laughs> like with Gabe yes. or with Yuka. Like, yes. I'd I'd be like Yuka, like you don't put the marshmallows on the plate you put them in the graham cracker what do you do yeah it's a high stakes intense game it's there's a tone that matt gets where he's trying to be cool and we all have it where you're trying to be cool but you're yeah. like what the fuck yeah <laughs> i like see the way you're doing it i'm like what the hell is that dude exactly oh man so so i would yeah. just say just really quickly on overcooked one versus two in my eyes, Overcooked 1, like you said, was simpler. But the result of it being simpler is actually that I felt like it was um, you could design a strategy from the beginning of the level after having played it maybe once or twice. Uh, and then yeah. you could execute on that to the end of the level uh, all the way. And so you could have a two-person strategy. You do this. I do this. And then now we just need to get the reps in and get the execution done. Uh, and if we fail, we can try again because we know this chat's going to work. So we just we hit it to the end. Whereas I think Overcooked 2 got yeah. more into we're going to break the level in half halfway through a little more chaos. And you can maybe still plan Dif- different cooking styles like yeah. marshmallows, like I said, or like they've added hot pot and like yeah. uh, making cocoa. Yeah, I feel like it was like, like a true sequel in terms of like you needed to have, you needed the foundation of the first game to like be really good with the second game. Yeah. Yeah. So then Overcooked 1 specifically, I think, is a great recommendation. I mean, Overcooked really 2 is still, will still do fine. But, like, damn, that's yeah. a brilliant one, especially because it's totally co-op. Yeah. There's no chance you run into people online randomly. Um, and if they're using a computer, yeah. they should use Discord for speech, I guess, to each other. Like, they, they shouldn't necessarily need to even use yeah. the in-game at all. And mm-hmm. then they just have a call with each other and then yeah. good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Did you have any so other? So then, yeah. yeah, other games I recommended... At first, I was just trying to stick to, like, what are games on PC? And also, I potentially, because none of them have played video games before, potentially some of them have uh, Mac. Right. So sure. I also I also have to consider, like, what games are Mac compatible. Yes. So I assume Overcooked is 
Um, I, I also assume um, Rocket League. Okay, Rocket League's an interesting one, huh? They would probably have fun with that. Yeah, yeah. that seems like a nine-year-old boy kind of thing. game. Mm-hmm. All of yeah, all of them are super into soccer and sports and like basketball. Mm-hmm. So two other ones that I recommended later, after my dad mentioned or reminded me of that, mm-hmm. is I mentioned NBA Two K and FIFA Twenty. Sure. Um, just be. I mean, honestly, I think FIFA is an easier game to play than NBA Two K. There's a lot of that NBA Two K that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Dude, where's the Especially fucking, like the, all that slam dunk shit from back in the day? All that like, NBA Jam shit, though? Dude, oh yeah, NBA Jam. They need to bring that back. Dude. That game, I would recommend that game in a heartbeat, but. Sports games used to be fun, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Now it's like, buy these trading cards in-game. Seriously. It's like, why? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> dude, I, okay. If I wanted to do trading cards, I would buy trading cards. No, it's, 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 it's all the loot box shit. It's just all the, like, how do we, like milk yeah. these whales but sorry i interrupted you through saying like some of the things that were yeah. more complicated it's all about, ea dude dude it is all, EA's no but ea <laughs> started it but then everyone else was like yeah. i like that Let's idea that yeah. sounds like a good idea like where what dude like did you know league bro does like loot boxes now in a way like they used to have like skins you could just buy and maybe they still do but they've like gone yeah i think i i think i saw that yeah. bro league was the best it was yeah. like i want that skin it's five dollars done handshake we're good to yeah. go anyways um, sorry, I interrupted you with NBA 2K and some of the weird systems. Have you played it recently? Like, what's the... Is I think I have, like, 2K17, maybe? Hmm. Um, and, like, that's the other thing. Once you have one of them, you really don't need to buy any of the others. Yeah, because they, they were something that was really reliant on, like, bro, look at the graphics of this new one, dog. It's sick. We got our new roster, and it looks way better. But eventually, like, nah, dude, it looks good, okay? Yeah. And it's, like... A lot of times, like, oh, the interface is upgraded, but a lot of the times, like, it's their interface is always buggy as hell. Like, it never works right, so it doesn't really matter which broken UI you're using. Yeah, and and they always are like adding features and then taking them away. Like, it that's the biggest heartbreak. Is like, oh, I really like this mode from last year. Oh, it's not here. Wait, what the fuck? I paid more money to like lose a mode. Ouch, dude. Yeah. Also, all the story modes are really cringe. They get like really bad actors to like say one line into a mic and then they like will separate it so it's not actually dialogue they just like have them read a script and then put the voice lines together <laughs> oh god and it's really cringy oh, that's really cringy so okay so so um, rocket league is a great choice i feel like for for kids who like sports like that i don't know i yeah. i personally hate rocket league like on a number of levels but like damn is that a good choice yeah i i, I don't play rocket league at all I played it like for a month mm-hmm. before I moved to Japan. Mm. And then I was like, all right, never playing that again. Yep. But so some other games I was considering, um, some of the Lego games, I was thinking maybe Marvel superheroes two mm-hmm. or like Lego super or Lego Marvel superheroes two. Yeah. Can you play those online? Maybe Lego co-op? Harry Potter. Can you play them online co-op? Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah. I think so, so then that'd be awesome. Like those games are, those games are, are fun. Like legitimately fun. Yeah. Um, though they're a little too convoluted now i remember when we played lego star wars and it was like that was one of the most fun games i played when i was younger was like uh the prequels and then the original trilogy in lego form yeah so (laughs) but now it's like they don't have like levels it's like 
open world and it's like jesus christ what is going on (laughs) yeah that's the thing like so so they're struggling to maybe keep the kid audience you know what i mean like they're trying to evolve with their audience and maybe struggling like in a way that nintendo never struggles to do uh anything else you recommended i'm trying to i'm trying to think of other games really quick yes so this one i recommended with an asterisk um and later i i looked it up and you can turn off uh gore oh wolfenstein 3d (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Doom. <laughs> Doom Eternal. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> that that's a that's a good way to introduce the demons to, to children. Dude, actually, um, wait, I was listening to a podcast with an interview with the guy from Doom Eternal, and he's like, to clarify, like we have a very violent, gory game, but we we made a very clear, conscious choice to not have any like nudity or sex because I wanted my kids to play it. And I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So the game I was going to recommend was um, Castle Crashers. Mm, Okay. I looked it up. You can turn off, like, every once in a while, you'll, you'll, uh, like, hit someone with a sword and their head will come off and it'll, like, squirt blood. Yep. You can turn that off. (laughs) Which leaves, the only, the only thing about the game that might be inappropriate is how much poop is in that game. (laughs) Yeah, but we're talking about (laughs) nine-year-old boys who are cooped up at home they're gonna love that. That's the thing. I yeah, I think they'll love it. I think Castle Crashers will be a great game for them. It's easy. Yep. Um, I think that's a good one. Well, but the thing is, it's funny. It's like Matt can recommend a million games they'll love. It's just a matter of like whether or not their parents are you know okay with that element. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, exactly. I think if you're the parent of a nine year old boy, you should just just be okay with it. I, I totally. I think so. Castle Crashers. I is, think Castle Crashers. You just live with the poop jokes. Yeah. Like, yep. Kids are making poop jokes. Anyway. So I mean, much, it is so based much. in... Castle Crashers is a very weird one to me because of, I'm trying to think of like who these parents are because it's very subjective in the sense of the game is based on violence for progression. It's not like bad gore or anything, but it's a, tr- a traditional video game in the sense of you have attacks and you hit things and then you kill things. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And maybe they're... It's not like you're playing Hitman and you're like... <laughs> assassinating people and like hiding them in a dumpster or some <laughs> shit you're like that's how much i value human <laughs> like life. metal gear metal gear where you're like coming up behind people and snapping their neck yeah it's notably not that mm-hmm. uh yeah not even close but it's yeah. but it's like a lot of video games the the engine with which they move forward is killing that's and attacking yeah and so castle crashers is still that despite being so much cartoonier and and cutesier and and all that um yeah I'm trying to think like what else. So they're playing together. I don't know. I think those are really yeah. good choices. These are really great. I think Matt did a great job. Although I will, I will job, after this like scan through my Steam list just to see if there's anything that I'm totally missing. Yeah, mm-hmm. send send me a message. I'll forward it to my dad. Hell yeah. Um, another. So the the other option is if they do decide to get Switch, mm. what Switch games are good for multiplayer for well, kids? Overcooked is on. The Switch. number one I recommended was was mario kart mario kart can, yeah can you play I, yeah, that it seems like right, there are can. classics yeah yeah you okay. can mario kart maybe super smash I would say, Bros. I was, I was like, I would, I mean, the the violence in super smash Bros. is not like it's not real it, it's, it's I not mean, gory i don't consider it violent yeah. i like i don't consider that a violent video no game. i actually consider it like very almost like non-violent yeah like, i thought that would be a really actually i thought like would be a really good one listen for when, that I, when I was group. nine yeah. we were playing that shit on the n64 and it was fucking rad yeah, yeah. it was fucking rad yeah and there's listen i mean super, like 
you know, we're all adult gamers and we're so used to these series and we're used to Super Smash Brothers and we're not going to sit there, even though we're on quarantine, even though we're looking for shit to do, we're just, it's just, we don't have the same singular focus as a kid maybe might. But if you gave a kid Super Smash Brothers, not just Super Smash Brothers, but this new one that has fucking everything in it to discover, I mean, that's a, that's a wonderful world for them to like fuck around with if they're into it. Maybe you could sell it, Matt, and yeah. be like, look, I know it's like punching and kicking and it's like in theory violent, but there's no gore. And if these are kids who love sports and maybe you're a little bit competitive as nine-year-old boys are, I can say from experience, like this would be a great way for them to get out some of that, you know, get yeah, some yeah. of the competitiveness yeah, yeah. out practice good sportsmanship you know are you trying to raise esports kids or what <laughs> i mean i i assume i don't have a choice so yeah dude um that i can't wait for <laughs> they're gonna be pro gamers yeah exactly <laughs> i can't wait for my like pro gamer kids to like be disappointed or like me be disappointed in them like dude like he just like he, he has all these like expectations on us and it's clear that he was just like not good enough himself and then he like yeah. had to like he keeps making us play counter-strike i mean we're only seven but we miss his train for eight hours a day and he cries when we don't do he's, well enough he's making me he cries <laughs> i assume you're gonna be a... he's making me train to keep my apm up. yeah exactly <laughs> he made us play the original starcraft because that's where shit began according to him you know oh my god <laughs> okay and then the last game i recommended which I think this might be a two-player only game um, on PC is Portal 2. Okay, I was also thinking about Portal, even Portal 1 or Portal 2. So Portal 2 has the co-op mode. So the thing is, Portal has a little bit of, like, violent themes going on in it. Um, do you yeah, know what I mean? it's a weird... Yeah, isn't it kind, it's kind of, of disturbing? It's like turrets shoot at you sometimes, but also, like, the, the, the guys are trying to get you. You know what I mean? Yeah, isn't, it, and too, like, isn't there, like, weird stuff? Like, you go and there's, like, stuff on the walls and, like, some kind of weird story definitely going in Portal, on. Definitely in the original Portal, but, yeah, basically one. I in both played of them. Two. Yeah, there is that whole, like, you, you're kind of escaping the fabric. Listen, again, if it's my kid, Portal's fucking rad. Portal's fucking rad, yeah. and it's so cool. Like, it, it's, 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 it's such a mind-bender. Like, I think that's a positive for them. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here for my valuable opinions on video games. I didn't realize that Elena just attacks every video game. <laughs> no, no, I like a lot of them. Right, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Um, Dark Souls is rightfully attacked. Yeah. So. Well, that game Oh, is... no. Oh, <laughs> if no. you don't know how to use a controller, that game's a real bitch. Yeah, I mean Matt knows how to and use McCoy control. He still hates like, that game. Watches me with just this air of incredible disappointment, <laughs> and he keeps being like, he keeps trying to explain it to you, you know, over and over again. But Elena, you just it's, it's, you just can't do it. Elena, hear me out. It's a dance yeah. between you and the enemies, between you and the game. And listen, I recommend that the way that the the players go through the first time is that they let the enemies lead the dance yeah, this by is, making the first strike. And then you respond here. to their movements. Yep. Um, I could see how that could be offensive and hurtful <laughs> if you were just sitting there frustrated. But anyway, so yeah, no, uh, cool. Very cool. I, I don't know. Listen, dude, like for me, okay, so you know what you could do if you were really going to do your due diligence is you could play that Portal 2 co-op section because it might be a little bit less story heavy than I'm thinking, but I know at least Portal 2, the single player, is a little bit more adult from a theme perspective. The, yeah, that's uh, the co-op is more comedy. Yeah, but yeah, single player. I definitely remember like running like once you get out of the level, yeah. 
you know, and you're like running in like the uh, in like the backyard of all these, yeah. like so you're in like this dark space yes. where there's no none of the white uh, walls. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> like some of that's messed up. Where yeah. like mm-hmm. you're like running as like ladders are falling behind you, and yeah. you've got like creepy voices being like, "Like I'm gonna get you." Oh, hundred percent. And the, the the end boss is creepy, and like even the dude who's like make fucking lemonade and smash them and fucking all that who's on the mic is like fucking yeah. scary too in his own way yeah so i'd let my kid play 100 percent, especially but i'd make him start with portal one <laughs> i would yeah true true that's sure. Sure. but that's just i love how you like you're really gonna sigh about that portal one's legit bro i i'm sure it is i didn't make it through that game because it was like my first game maybe you should go back challenging yeah, I'm sorry to hear that it was a hurdle for you. It was. Yeah. Maybe okay. someday. Um, yeah. Awesome. If we're talking social, like, yeah. if this was 2004 and we're practicing social distancing for, like, a game for kids to play mm-hmm. online, I definitely would have recommended World of Warcraft because mm-hmm. at the time, the community was not toxic at all. Mm-hmm. That was before, yeah, like... Yeah, was, like, a different era. Video games were toxic. Oh. Yeah. Well, now it's, like, inevitable all games are that have any online communication you're gonna find weird shit in every online game dude i agree but it was crazy because like back in the day well so there's the thing it's it's okay it's the risk and it's 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 both sides of things because i've actually found in a lot of these online games you can you can find really good people if you just have a good sense and and there's just honest people out there trying to help you especially in mmos but in all sorts of shit in my, you know, years of Counter-Strike, I've made plenty of, like, legitimate friends that are people that were trying to work together that are honest people that are just trying to get it done that are like you. Um, and you have to kind of trust that your kid is going to be strong enough, not strong enough, but even just maybe experienced enough to tell which is which and to not take the abuse and to just, like, be like, yo, dude, I have tools to block you in a second. You have no power here. But... Man, if I look back at my own childhood, like, I don't know if I was always experienced enough to do that. Like, I, I definitely, like... I definitely learned that shit over time. And so I could see why a parent would be like, I don't want to expose you to this. I, I just think, I I know the video games online are toxic, but like, yeah, I guess they are. I don't know. It's just, I, to me, I think there's a real strength that you can develop from, from understanding that there's toxicity in this world and what you need to do. Yeah. But I just think there's, there's no game where you can be, that you, where you can say this game is, doesn't have toxic people. There's no yeah. game like that that exists yeah. now. You know what game doesn't have toxic people? Hearthstone. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Well, Although, that's true. I think you can type to things, but I was trying to help wrap that shit up. Yeah, you can. So, yeah, we might want to hold our comments yeah, on okay. that. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Animal Crossing also corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> but still yeah. an interesting, yeah. strange, and I think maybe good game. They, they have a lot of really cute warnings about like, okay, you can type in this, but like, hey, there are be so kind to your neighbors. many warnings. <laughs> so many warnings. I, but I like the way they sprinkle those warnings in. It's not like just like a disclaimer page where they're like, like, you'll violate these rules if you do this. It's like a bird saying like, when you visit other islands, like be a polite yeah, guest. Yeah, that dodo bird. Yeah. Well, I mean, even with the dodo birds, like, you know, yeah. this is a little bit long, but we just got to get this paperwork out of the way. And you're like, all right, bird, I yeah. hear you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, all right. No, dude, Nintendo has been so like, 
they've been so reluctant to get online and they know exactly why. And everyone's made fun of them endlessly and they now now charging for an online service and and it's like somewhat behind and it's weird friend codes and stuff. But part of it's because there's a huge part of Nintendo that's like, I just don't want people to play my games online. I don't. I just like, I don't. Yeah. Because those games are for kids and for adults, but yeah. they're, you know. But Nintendo actually wants to protect the kids that play their system. Like they have like a deep respect. And I'm not saying these other consoles don't, but they like, they want it to be like a environment that can be safe. And so they're like, you really want to fucking yeah. plug this thing into the internet? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, probably the most toxic um, Nintendo game is probably Smash. Because the, that's the game where like you get people like throwing their controllers across the room and like all that. Yeah, yeah it actually but, has stakes. Well, it's esports. Everything esports generally, is rage. Yeah. Generally, they make it difficult to actually communicate. Yeah like in via voice but yeah when i mean when you see kids going to like these smash tournaments it's like i don't know if this is the best environment for kids yeah oh like maybe you'd want to believe because again there's good people there just like there are good people on the internet like there's a good smash community somewhere for a kid who doesn't fit in with sports but fits in with video games but god do you have to make sure they find that one and they know what the difference is and uh yeah it's tough but but Smash players are like tennis players. They're just have no mercy for their equipment. <laughs> Dude, why do people throw controllers? That's always weirded me out. I'm like, that's your controller, bro. Do you, you want to buy another one? No, no, no. <laughs> the only time my controller has been thrown, I didn't even throw it. It was Andrew. I remember that shit. Beep, <laughs> beep that. Bryce on time. You have to beep that name oh, out. Yeah, beep that. Beep that. Got it. Well done. Too late. Um, Nailed it. it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... um. I just, yeah, I remember Matt coming up to me, like, kind of mad, like, dude, he threw my controller. And I was like, oh, my God, is it okay? And he's like, yeah. it had better be. While we were playing Smash. <laughs> While we were playing yes. Smash. Yes. Yeah. And Matt was literally mad. I remember him being mad, being like, it had better be okay, because why the fuck did this dude just throw my controller? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know, sometimes kids have to work shit out. But at, at the end of the day, it's like, as a parent, you look at that and you're like, maybe they were learning something that day. Maybe they were learning how to control themselves in the face of frustration. But um, Matt, this has been fucking wonderful. Lovely. Thank you so yeah, much. Matt, thank you for opening my eyes to the world of Animal Crossing. I feel like I'm going to go pick it up right yeah, now. I'm going to play it for a little bit and I'm going to have a different attitude. And then I'm going to talk to that stupid yeah. owl again and I'll probably tilt. But I'm going to try and keep it cool. Yeah, and I'll, I, I'm also still like learning some like of the features you can do. I think there's still a lot of, to the game that I uh, haven't gotten to yet. So if I come up with anything where I'm like, oh, shit, you can do that. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, drop a line. send you guys a message drop a line. and let you know. Yeah, thank you. Definitely do. And and maybe we'll do another mini-sode sometime. I don't know what about. Actually, Matt, this is a little spoilers. Please, I really hope I actually get this together. I was thinking maybe even help me, Matt, with this. I was thinking mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. creating a set of questions for a roundtable table. Uh, of all the people we know that play WoW, and I want to walk them through the history of WoW and, and talk about their experiences and just like what it was for them and walk through the different expansions and just shit like that. Um, for sure, that would actually be a really good topic. Right? So if you wanted to help me fucking like get a list of like legit questions or at least events to ask about, expansions to talk about, what kind of angles you want to take, we were thinking, I mean, grab a bunch of people uh, and just fucking do it. So, yeah. sweet. Um, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, thank Sweet. you so much for listening. Uh, take care of yourself. Uh, we are definitely taking care of ourselves as best we can. We're inside. 
yeah, we're inside and we've yelled sufficiently at all of our parents to stay inside as well. And so that's the best you can do. Um, Great. Take care. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to end episodes with like a clip. I don't have a direct clip, so we're just going to hit the fucking stop button. Okay. It's cool. going to be real smooth. All right. That sounds yep. good. Okay.